What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and in this final season of the Bombshell Business Podcast, uh, we are really focusing on staying passionate about the goals or the visions that we create for ourselves for this current year. And so, of course, we are talking to our experts about this, our bombshell business experts, and Miss Haley Walden is joining us today, our copywriting and editing bombshell business expert to talk about how to write with passion. Because again, if you're marketing, if you're if you're networking and you are not staying heavily integrated and involved in what it is that you're trying to actually accomplish, you're going to lose interest and you're going to be like how I am when I know something is not jiving and you're going to be more interested in like, you know, randomly doing laundry instead of actually getting your business goals done. That's my, that's how I know I'm losing interest is when I want to do something domestic instead of business. I'm like, ooh, time to think about this. So let me tell you a little bit about Haley. If you're a new listener, Haley Walden is a copywriter, editor, and author who helps businesses and authors effectively articulate their established brand stories. She has a knack for emulating voice, a keen eye for detail, and will stop at nothing to give her clients the cleanest, most concise final draft possible. Haley, welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Thanks, Amber. Glad to be here. There's so much we can cover here, and I'm glad that you have narrowed it down to what you think is important, because obviously I trust you immensely in this department. Haley has written for me before, and she has been my voice before, and so I I just love her perspective and how she approaches writing projects. So if you're a bombshell and you need to up your content game or you know include more writing in in your goals so like maybe you have to create collateral or you have to update your website or you know whatever that looks like how how do you infuse passion into that experience you should write about the things that you believe in and the things you're excited about so for example if you're revamping content obviously that's your brand you believe in your brand you're excited about it you have to focus on those emotions, essentially, that come up when you're um, when you're thinking about what you're writing about. So, you know, if you're bored with what you're writing, the passion isn't going to come through. If you're not excited about your brand or the services that you're providing, that could potentially keep that passion from showing in, in your writing. So, if you're a business owner or an influencer, you need to stick to the writing that you're really, really excited about because you want to make sure that you infuse everything, all of your branded content with that emotion that's going to come through to your audience. That, you know, that's so funny because there's sometimes I have to write things that I'm just like, Bleh. but 
strong background in writing. I'm, I know sometimes you have to write what you don't want to write about. But last night I was actually helping a friend with a press release and it was about an event and I was super, you know, I love events and I love describing, you know, things and I whipped that stuff right out. It was no problem whatsoever. And then when I got done with it, I was like, well, that was pretty darn good. And, and I was happy with the end result. But of course, it was a topic that I love. So completely in recent 24 hours, agree with that sentiment. But what about if you have to write something that's a little bit boring? How do you how do you kind of self-correct there? Well, you have to think about why you're doing it. That could be something as simple as I'm writing this to make money for my family. I'm writing this to build my business. I'm writing this to help a friend. You know, we all do that. I am writing this because it's a cause that I believe in. You know, maybe, you know, for example, maybe you're writing a grant proposal, something like that. Maybe the maybe the process isn't super exciting to you, but maybe the entity or the company you're writing it for is, you know, you have to, you have to shift the focus and, uh, and emphasize, you know, the thing about it, the aspect of it that, that you're excited about. Yeah. And that energy is of course shared, like whatever you write, it's you're going to, the reader is going to pick up on the energy that you put into it too. So I could always tell, even in my own stuff, I'll go back and read and be like, oh, you're having a bad day that day. <laughs> right. Um, right. Now, what if I'm a professional writer? Because I know that there are other people who listen to the podcast who are, you know, copywriters like you. How do they survive? Well, I think that it's probably healthiest for writers to seek out client work for niches, brands, products, and subject matter that is exciting to them. As you know, we don't always get projects that we love. Sometimes we get the projects that are going to pay the bills and that's, that's fine. And that's, if that's uh, where it's coming from, then you've got to focus on what it's for. But if you have the choice and you're seeking out prospects, you want to, you want to find things that you, things and people that you love to write for and about basically, because when you're really feeling it, that passion is going to, going to come through. It is energy and people can feel that. Like you said, for me, I found that trying to be present with my emotions through the writing process can help them come through in a finished product. Everybody kind of has their own way of getting into their zone. So what I would do is, you know, if if you're a writer and you have found this brand to work, you know, that you're going to write for that's fun. um, Maybe they've got a really high energy brand story and you want to convey the same thing you can tap into the zone using music find music that conveys those same emotions that's that's something that I do uh, on a regular basis when I work for church-based organizations when I write for them I'll sometimes listen to worship music it helps me kind of get in that like inspired I don't (laughs) really know how you call it but it's just there's a feeling to it and I think that it, it comes through so you just want you want to connect as closely as you can with the with those brands that you love and are passionate about, but then take that a step further and try to make sure that you're feeling what they want their core audience and their target market to feel when you're writing for them so that you can kind of push that emotion back out there. I love that. And I think, you know, just 
sharing our passion in a way that is comfortable is hard to do. And, you know, after this is very random and this will be months after the release of this movie, but after watching Bohemian Rhapsody, which is, of course, about Queen and their story, the first thought that I had was, you know, music was created for us to embrace emotions that are too scary to embrace on their own. And and when you listen to Queen's music, it's just, you could tell the passion that they had for what it was that they were doing. And, and that is why I think music is so compelling when you're writing, because a lot of people just don't want to put themselves out there. They don't want to, you know, they want to, they want to sound professional or they want all the grammar to be right, but it's missing that um, sauciness, I guess, if you will. And when you put that music on and you just feel, then the reader will be able to pick up on those feelings that you are projecting. And I know a lot of women write to me and say, oh my gosh, I cried at blah, blah, blah in the bombshell businesswoman or you were talking directly to me and I wasn't, there's no way I could, but I was passionate about that topic. And I know how much pain women have and the struggles that they have in some of the areas that I was talking about that that was able to come through because honestly, I didn't give a rip what people thought about me. I just wanted to get that message out. And that took me years, years to get comfortable with my own voice, not writing for another company, not writing for a senior leader, not writing, you know, in the ways that I used to write, but writing as Amber talking as Amber, that took a little bit of time. And music has been a huge part of, of allowing me to dip into those um, stronger emotions and feel free to share them. Total side note there. <laughs> well, I've, I've written with music since I was a kid when I, I guess when I really got serious about writing fiction in high school, I started out, in a, and I'm a big geek. I'm just going to put that disclaimer in here. But I started out as a fan fiction writer. That's where I did all of my novel-length stuff back at that time. And when I wanted to convey a specific emotion, I would pull out, you know, instrumental film soundtracks that had, yes. you know, tracks with the feeling that I was trying to convey. So I still do that to this day, working on this novel. I've got a, a little playlist in Spotify that has songs that, kind of coincide with a lot of the scenes and if I want to if I want to infuse that with a specific feeling then I'll listen to it and I'll pro uh, usually on repeat like I'll take one track and repeat it <laughs> while I'm writing the scene that it goes with yeah that's totally cool all right yes okay so first first things first you have to believe in the things that you're writing about so you can maintain that excitement and that sense of wonder on the topic. And if it's not something that you're super excited about, then you have to pull out the big why, of course, in, in all things. No matter what you do, you always have to pull out that big why, especially when you're not really feeling the activity at hand. And, um, and music, of course, is going to be your friend when trying to replicate those emotions. Purpose, is that another avenue we should explore in, in terms of staying passionate about your writing? Absolutely. When you bring your focus back to the purpose... That can help you reconnect with the passion. And if you if you need to, sometimes 
we get really bogged down with work stress, life stress. You know, we're not always in the headspace to remember what we're doing this for. So if you find that you're stuck and you're not feeling, you're not really feeling it, basically, you can journal. I, I highly recommend brain dumping um, to work through your feelings. If you're feeling a workload paralysis or if you're, if you're bogged down for one reason or another, break out the journal, start brain dumping, talk about what's bothering you, try to get back to what the purpose is or alternatively journal about the purpose itself to reconnect with it. Or you can, you can talk it out if you don't want to write. For me, writing is, is great for processing. I'm an internal processor. But sometimes talking helps too. So you could talk with a friend, a, a colleague that you trust, a mentor, if you have a business coach, anything like that. That can also help you kind of snap out of it. Because sometimes we just get stuck and we start to spin. And uh, we gotta got to get out of the spin and back into being productive and being able to stay connected with our passion. Yeah, I I definitely resonate with that, too. I am a raging extrovert who processes internally. And so writing is a beautiful way to do that. And I tend to journal in the mornings. I might journal about my dream or just the thoughts for the day. Or maybe I journal at night if I've got a lot on my on my brain. But then there's sometimes where I'm just busy or I slept in a little bit or, you know, God knows what happened that morning and I don't have journal time. Um, sometimes I'll just drive and I'll turn my notes on on my phone and I'll just talk, talk into it. And then I'll listen back kind of like when I'm coaching. You know, I think it's funny that that women are like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you. And I know you do this, too, because you've done it with me where you ask questions and you listen to them. And then they're like, oh, how did you know how to say all of that? It's like, well, they're your words. <laughs> you said that I just heard them and I'm repeating them back to you. And sometimes you could do that with yourself. And I, I think you've advised this before in like a previous episode. I think you, you said to almost interview yourself and then go back and, and listen for the key things that stick out at you. But you could do that too when you're just trying to process like what is important? What what are the key messages right now? And then sometimes too, I say I'm an internal processor and then listen to all these examples I have otherwise. But <laughs> like I was talking to Abby, my marketing and PR uh, guru for Amber Hurdle Consulting, and um, we were just talking through things. And then I kept saying stuff and I'm like, ooh, I need to use that. Ooh, I need to use that. And she's like, I'm writing it all down. Don't worry, Amber. <laughs> So I, I agree either way, whether you're keeping notes, even bullet points, right? I mean, it, you don't have to put a beautiful prose out to just center you on what really matters, what you need to talk about your business, what you need to talk about for people to understand your brand story, because that's what it all comes back to, right? It does. And, you know, for the, this is kind of a side note going, circling back to to the methods of staying connected for business owners or full-time writers, if you focus on the types of writing that you love, that will help you outsource what you hate to do. Like, let's say that you love writing blog posts, but you don't like to write sales pages, outsource, outsource that stuff. Yeah. If, if at all possible, if you're a full-time writer, look for gigs that involve the kinds of writing that you love. There are ways to get around the roadblocks. Yeah. So 
So like, I love writing promotional things. I love writing things that get people excited. That's my jam. I don't love writing technical stuff. So that's not, you know, I don't, you know, I can, but I would rather have a template for a contract or something like that than for me to be the person that has to, you know, put all the blah, blah, legalese type stuff together. And of course, you know, this is hard for me to talk about in a, in an extremely empathetic way, not because I'm not empathetic for non-writers, but just because I don't know what it's like to not be able to write. You know, that's just that, it, that happens to be my gift. Now we can list the bajillion things that I suck at. And then I'd have a ton of empathy around that. Like, you know, bookkeeping, <laughs> Definitely we need some motivators there, but writing, writing is a non-negotiable anymore. I mean, if you, if you want to be able to make it in today's business world, especially as a fempreneur, you have to write copy for your website. You have to write copy for, for social media. You have to write copy for blog posts. And even if you're not doing blog posts and you're doing like videos, you still have to write scripts or some kind of talk points to guide you through that experience. So this isn't something, I mean, like a business saying, well, I'm not a good writer. And so I don't love writing, so I'm not going to do it is as naive as me saying, well, I don't love bookkeeping. And so I'm just not going to keep up with my financials in my business. Like they're both, you have, you have to do it. So let me recap. I've, I've been taking notes here. So we want to make sure that when we tell our brand stories, remember we want everybody, nobody is going to buy your stuff. Nobody cares unless they have some kind of emotional connection to you. And so as you're meeting your goals throughout 2019, you want to remain passionate about those goals, which means you have to be passionate in all areas of your business, including the promotional side. So we're trying to figure out through Haley's sage advice, how to write with passion. So first believe in what it is that you're talking about. Correct, Mundo? Yes. Okay. So stick to what you're excited about. Don't write about things that are just because Sally down the street is writing about it does not mean that that's what you should be writing about. Stay on brand, stay on topic, keep to those talk points. And we talk about all of this in the bombshell businesswoman, how to become a bold, brave female entrepreneur. We talk about your, your talk points and why that's vital. So go through that and go through those exercises. And then you will know, like, these are the things I need to be camped out on. Focus on the types of writing that you love. That could be style. To Haley's point, you like writing blog posts. You don't like doing social media. Outsource social media. You love writing sales copy. You don't love writing blog posts. Have somebody on your team write the blog posts and you can fluff it, you know, get the heavy lifting done and then you could go in there and edit and make it, you know, definitely on brand or whatever if you're a control freak like most of us. And then if you're not feeling it like anything, you have to focus on your big why. We talk about that a lot a ton actually. And if you're just getting started, don't have any further notes on that. You're going to have to help me with that recap, Haley. If you're just getting started <laughs> with copywriting and you're not feeling it, then what? So if you're just getting started as a copywriter, your why might be building your writing business. So you're going to have to spend some time focusing on that because in the beginning, we all have to, to take work that we're not super passionate about, but that pays the bills and moves our business forward. So that's just what you have to focus on. Yeah. You know, and this is one of those areas too, where I just want to punch some coaches in the face or the throat 
because oh, now we don't really advocate violence on uh, the bomb shelters podcast, but you, I'm, <laughs> I'm being silly. Please do not inbox me. Lord, I get enough email as there is. If you're getting started in your business or maybe you've been in business for a while, but you're really getting started in the content game as you should be because it's like not even an option anymore. There's a lot of people out there. They're like, oh, if you don't love it, outsource it. And we've said that, but I want to throw in the caveat of, I want you to know how to do at least a little bit of anything that you outsource. Like I know how to count and I know how to keep a checkbook. So I confidently can outsource my bookkeeping and know I'm not getting screwed. In the same, I want you to understand what a WordPress website is like. You know, I want you to understand how to at least put a new blog post up on your WordPress site before you outsource that. And that is contradicting a lot of information out there. But if you don't understand the basics of copywriting, how are you going to know if somebody's doing a good job for you? Is is that a fair statement? I think so. Yeah. 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 There's also a disconnect between client and writer or client and contractor when the client doesn't fully understand so if you're the client, you need to know how your systems work. Yes. <laughs> if you don't know how your systems work, you're not you're not going to be able to manage your people. Exactly. And you're not going to be able to manage your content and you're not going to instill all that brand passion. You know, we say that everybody wants to have a pretty logo and a pretty website and all that good jazz. But if you don't have a brand story that is compelling and passionate and and emotional and creates an emotional response from your customers or potential customers, you don't really have a business. And you certainly can't put the illustrations into the into the storybook without the story being written first. And so this is, to me, it's it's just a non-negotiable. So, you know, crank up that music, journal your ideas, talk to your friends or a coach or what, whatever, and, and get in the groove. And my challenge to you, Bombshells, is once a week, just once a week, I want you to set a timer for 30 minutes and just write. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be perfect. I don't want you to think about grammar. I don't even want you to think about who might be reading it. I just want you to write about your business or about something within your business. It could be one of your employees. It could be a new product that you have. It could be why you started your business. It could be that you're excited about an upcoming promotion, but I don't even want you to think about an audience yet. I just want you to get in the rhythm of writing and then you can start thinking about, okay, who's actually reading this and how can I craft this to, to be received in a way that is meaningful to the reader. And then you just kind of keep going from there. But if I was to, is that a good, you want to add anything to that Haley as an assignment? I think that's good. <laughs> All right. Well, there we go. Haley and I are very much on the same page today. This happens because she and I, you know, obviously both have a passion for writing. <laughs> um, but as career writers, too, I know like we could have a whole other episode of those times where we stared at a blank screen or a blank page and we're like, I don't even have any interest in talking about this. But we still got it done because it has to be done. Exactly. So, all right. Well, any parting words of wisdom, Haley? Just uh, just stay connected, stay connected to what you're doing, why you're doing it, how you feel about it. And if you start feeling disconnected, find a way, whatever it takes to get back to where you need to be. 
And isn't that the truth in all things in life? <laughs> it is. It is. Parallel life coaching lessons. We need to have Jamie on, on this episode to wrap up with us. <laughs> well, Haley, thank you again for sharing all of your good tips. And and I I hope that our bombshells are are putting this into good use and, and accept this challenge as they continue to try to stay passionate and interested and motivated towards reaching their goals for 2019. Of course, you can find Haley on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We'll have her website and all of those links on the show notes at amberhurdle.com forward slash podcasts. Also, she has her personal listing at amberhurdle.com forward slash bombshell business experts. And on the Bombshell Business app, there is a whole section just dedicated to the Bombshell Business Experts, and you can get that at Google Play and the App Store if you're an iPhone or iPad user. Thank you again, Haley. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And Bombshells, we will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit amberhurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the bombshellbusinesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.